BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two of Old School. Uh, we will be joined shortly by Des Moines Adams, former Husker, uh, now leadership within teammates, mentoring and what they do. 402-464-5685, starter him and text line. Honda Lincoln Hotline, we appreciate you guys hanging with us all. We appreciate this. It's a big week. We know it's a big week. We know folks are excited, anxious, nervous, proud, all those things ready to roll and wet blanket is hype, though. Oh, no, this is what it is, man. He said, is, hey, he sent the same thing twice. This is what it is. Get in here, leadership. Get in here, leadership. Of leadership. Yeah. Let's here comes the true leader right here, come Des Moines on, Adams. Come on, man. I had the pleasure of seeing Des Moines come in as a freshman. Man came on campus, yoked out to the gills. Looking like he was grown already. Right. Like he's been, <laughs> like he been eating protein shakes from six months old. Right. Yoked up. He still does look like it, too. Bro, what's up, man? Hey, it's good to see you. As a matter of fact, going back in the day, one of the things I remember about you, home game, we was playing Texas, Heisman Trophy winner, Ricky. Yeah. You playing that mic, you killed him. You was on him that night. Oh, yeah. So I don't think folks remember Jay Foreman was – Shutting down Ricky Williams. Yeah, you got you. Got, yeah, we were the only team that he didn't score against. I mean, you got to meet him head to head. 
<laughs> How you doing, Ricky? Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, and it ain't changed. We got the league. We hitting heads. We going at it. You know, you know so, uh, you know, but the thing is, is when Des Moines came in, he always worked hard. So, you know, it'd be the, the program be in good hands. I want to ask you a thing from a leadership standpoint, Des Moines, because you have worked your way up through teammates. And I'd, I'd like to think that what you learned at Nebraska and football has helped out in your transition to, you know, after football. But from a leadership standpoint, um, I want to ask you, when you have to make hard decisions, what are the, some of the things that you draw back on or look forward to say, hey, I'm going to move forward with this decision or I'm going to pause and wait? Because, you know, Coach Osborne was the ultimate in patience, yeah. right? Yeah. And he, he he teaches us a lot about patience, you yeah. know, whether it's waiting to play or, you know, patiently continue to show up every day. So what are some of the things that you draw back on, whether you learned in football, what you learned from Coach Osborne, when you have to make hard decisions? Because that – to me, which is one of made Coach Osborne great, was his ability to make hard decisions in stressful situations. You know, uh, I would say both. You know, just thinking back, playing for the Huskers, it was what's, what was best for the team. Right. You know, if there was a player who was a senior, he, if he wasn't getting the job done, Charlie McBride would play a freshman or a sophomore. Right. So, same thing with teammates. Uh, you know, uh, Nonprofit. At the end of the day, you know, trying to stay true to the mission, trying to make right. sure that we carry this legacy, this legacy on for another thirty years. Right. Uh, been grateful to hire twenty six great staff in ten months. Right. And I, I know this sounds crazy, but hired twenty six staff in ten months, but great hires. Very grateful for Coach Oz. So that's your coaching staff, pretty much. Yep, 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 yep. You know, to come in, create a culture that's inclusive, a culture that is all about winning, all about students. So I would say so far, uh, having that opportunity puts me in a position to where uh, I don't have to really worry about, you know, just some of the other stuff that most, you know, brand-new CEOs have to worry about. Do you you find yourself drawing back on some of the, I don't know, Things you either learn from Coach Osborne, him speaking it to you. Obviously, you work with him, you know, more handily than you as a player, or watching him. I learned a lot from Coach Osborne watching him, yeah. you know. And do you draw back on some of that when you're looking at employees? And how? And what are the also what are the few things that you look for for somebody that's you know up for a job? Because you're building your team, you're building your staff, and what are you looking for? So one of the things that's surprising about Coach, which you know, is that he's a pretty serious guy, but when you see him in action, he's funny. Right. And so I'm a pretty serious, quiet guy, so I learned, you know, maybe I can be funny too. Right. If Coach can be funny, I can be funny. If anybody, yeah, if Coach Osborne <laughs> can make you laugh. I remember the first time he made me laugh, I was like, you know what, he actually funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, so that's something that I've learned, and which takes me to the second thing, relationships. Right. You know, relationships matter, and just the people, not just – in eastern Nebraska, but the whole state of Nebraska. Right. Um, and so he's really helped me to understand making those connections, those rela- those relationships, to thank you. Uh, and this being yourself, right. you know, being authentic, you know, integrity and trust is, is one of our core values, which right. all of our core values are a reflection of his values. Right. So I just really try to work hard to just um, reflect who he is because – this isn't my organization. At the end of the day, it's going to always be the Osborne organization. Right. right. But, Dwayne, in, in this thing that you do, um, the first thing I noticed was that your reach was longer than your arms, right? That you were able to get to parts of North uh, Nebraska that you don't normally think of. 
Like you, you uh, when I when I follow you and listeners, if you're not following Des Moines and his journey and his path and his work, you should probably do so immediately. Find him on right, social yeah. media, do it, because one, it's a constant reminder of, of of the reach of Nebraska, the the corners of Nebraska, the small the small places, towns, cities that we don't normally think of. But the Husker spirit, the Tom Osborne spirit, the Coach Osborne uh, mentality reaches. How much do you find yourself speaking in his voice? (laughs) You know, uh, just thinking back when he was in Congress, the western part of the state, that was his territory. And to hear how he would get out to meet with them face-to-face to to make sure that they felt supported, that's that's the attitude that I carry. Um, you know, I don't even think about going out to Shadron or Scott's Bluff or McCook or Chase County. You know, they matter just as much as Grand Island and Lincoln. Um, at the end of the day, they're a part of the team, and I want to make sure that they stay engaged, they feel supported, they feel the love. You know, we're serving 192 school districts, five states. I want all of them to feel like they're connected to the big picture. So whatever it takes, um, we're just trying to serve students. And at the end of the day, Coach – he cares about every single school district that has said yes to teammates, and I want to have that same attitude. For the people, for the people out there that don't know, Demont, tell I want you to just because first of all, I'm proud of you and and proud as you as a brother because we you know we black shirt so we we there you know people <laughs> people always ask what what it means to be a black shirt. I was yeah. like I can kind of tell you, but I still it ain't gonna be enough. It's just yeah. like. When I look into your eyes, I know we done been through it, right? Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. We done been through hell and back. Um, but I want you to tell people what your title is, what you do with teammates, how how what you're looking to what you're looking to do with teammates. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because one thing about teammates, I think what you've really done is really help broaden the horizons. And so, just start from what what you do, teammates, and where you're going to take it. Yeah, so um, I'm currently the CEO for the Teammates Mentoring Program. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Look, 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 look. You in this go room, ahead, you ahead. in this room, and we right. <laughs> we have to celebrate right. that. Hey, yeah. hey, you know, it's, it's still humbling, but, you know, um, I, I see myself as a servant leader. It'll be a year here in September the 7th. Um, and, you know, we just celebrated 30 years of teammates, you know, the goal is to keep teammates around for another 30 years. I, I think that this, there's this thought, which is true. Tom Osborne started this program with his wife 30 years ago. What's going to happen to teammates when he's no longer around? I know people don't want to think that. I want to be, you know, responsible for keeping this legacy going for another 30 years. I want to serve more students. I want to keep our mentors excited. I want folks, when they see that brand, not only do they think of Tom and Nancy, but they get excited. They want to support their community by becoming a mentor through teammates. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do, really bring that hype that teammates is a cool program for students to be a part of, that teammates serves all students, and that if you're not a part of teammates, then why? So uh, that's what I'm trying to do is, is really create that, that strong, positive brand and impact awareness about teammates. And – we're just getting started. We're in five states in five years. So what's the, what's, what states are you are you in? Uh, Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, Wyoming, and South Dakota. And are you thinking about expanding? We will, but right, right now, now you're just kind of you know stay pat. these next three years. We definitely got to take care of where we're at. You know, sure. COVID put a huge impact on a lot of our school districts, communities that we're serving. 
So we never want anyone to feel that we're too busy chasing out the other school districts and we're forgetting about our backyard. So we're putting a pause on expanding into other states such as Minnesota, Oklahoma, North Dakota, Texas. We want to make sure that all of our current programs that we're serving, they feel strong, quality engagement. And I would say about 2025, we'll probably start going out into other states. There are several ways for people to be involved and several reasons why they should be involved. I'll ask you first, to those who are not mentors, give them a reason why they should be. You know, our students right now, they're so disconnected because they're so connected to social media. Uh, More than ever, they need to be reminded about that face-to-face interaction. They need that additional caring adult someone to help them to bounce back, recover after being hit uh, with COVID. Uh, The emotional intelligence is down in our young people in terms of the ability to be a problem solver, a critical thinker. You know, they get all of that through that interaction with an adult. Second, I think it's everyone's responsibility to use their role as role models. As a black shirt, we were always taught it's not what we do on the field but off the field because if you wasn't taking care of your business off the field, you, you couldn't be a black shirt on the field and that just takes me to the defense that every community needs to needs to kind of step up and play. If they truly want their young people to be the next generation, they need to see what that looks like. And that's by using their role to be role models by being that example. Otherwise, we're going to have a generation of followers instead of leaders. So it's up to all of us to put some skin in the game and play a little bit of defense. We're, and we're not talking about just crazy amounts of time, resource, or otherwise. 30 minutes. 30 minutes a week of being present. 30 minutes at the school, during the school day. You get to pick the grade level. You get to pick the school. You get to pick the day, what time frame works best for you and the student. You know, uh, we're not asking you to be a tutor. We're not asking you to be a counselor. We're not asking you to be an expert. We're simply asking you to be there. That's all we're asking And it makes a difference. That 30 minutes to a young person makes a huge difference because you are that other caring adult. You're not their teacher. You're not their parent. And these kids need other people in their life to know that they care about them. It it, it seems to me, and because we do the Teammates Mentoring Hour, which will follow us here 6 o'clock tonight, uh, Emily's put together a really cool group tonight to come in and do that. But I think a lot of it as well, if you don't have the time, then you can help other ways. Yes. So, you know, first and foremost, you know, for those that are um, 35 years and older, go to our Facebook. You know, they say Facebook is for old folks. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yep. Yes. So teammates mentoring on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. Follow us. Like us. You know, see the impact that we're making, the stories, the the, the testimonials. You can go to our website, teammates.org, to become a mentor, but just – Look at the data. Look at the videos. Um, we are truly doing some special things. And Tom and Nancy, they've set the stage. I'm just very fortunate to be able to share that stage with them along with 37 incredible staff. And we're all here to serve. We're talking over 20,000-plus people. 37 staff. We're serving over 20,000-plus people. That's not including the donors and constituents. 
So there's other ways that you, you can support teammates, not only with your time, but also with your gifts. Make a donation. Yeah, make a donation. Make a donation. We're, we're a nonprofit. Tom Osborne was not making Nick Saban money. Right. How about that? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think people think that, you know, uh, teammates w- were set because Tom Osborne was a, a successful coach, but he's always been humble. What coaches are making now was not what Tom was making back then. Every year we got to grind, we got to go out, and we have to truly get people to feel the mission and the movement that we're trying to make. So we are always looking for donations, gifts, or even just a lead to a grant so we can keep this mission going for another 30 years. That is my responsibility. I want to retire at 71. Mm -hmm. I want to be in this thing to win this thing. 30 more years. In order to do what you do now, there's a path and there are people who had to clear the way, people whose shoulders you stand on, people who patted you on the back or kicked you in the pants. (laughs) Who are those people, Des Moines? Who are those people who helped you become who you are? You know, uh, just a couple of people in mind. You know, I tried to chase a dream that that dream didn't love me the same way. So in 2008, I had to get a real job. I moved back to Lincoln. It was good people. Uh, you know, shout out to Dennis LeBlanc and Keith Zimmer. You know, they were the ones that helped me to understand how to play this game called life, how to have a resume, how to interview, how to put myself out there. So they helped me to transition from one game to the next. So those are two individuals that I can think of because Dennis LeBlanc, I mean, he gave me a second chance after I was flunking out with a 1.7 GPA. Keith Zimmer helped me to – balance out the life skills that I need on top of just being a football player. So here I am, um, moved back in 2008, and here we are, 2022. I never imagined myself, you know, being in a position like this. But I'm humbled. I see myself serving. I see myself helping, making a difference. I don't even focus on the title. It's all about the responsibility. Define that for me, because everybody has, and and most of the listeners will will tell you that service is a part of how they live. But most people really don't define it. So I'll ask you to define what being a servant, what service means to you. Well, one, when much is given, much is required. And so more title, more responsibility. But then also the servant piece, you know, I live a selfless life. You know, it's not about me. I, I tell my team all of the time is we over me every single day. It's, it's all about empowering others. It's all about inspiring others. It's all about making sure that we are lifting the communities with our resources, giving our time so we can make a difference. And so we are a nonprofit for a reason. Who gets the profit? It's our students by staying in school, getting their graduation, and hopefully contributing to their community. I think it's important because – People will think of you as a black shirt, think of you as a Husker football player, as a professional football player, and then you get into the man part of it and that servant part of it. And I think that's why it glows so heavy off of you, that this thing means something to you. It does. And, you know, I actually somewhat take it a little personal because I have heard that I'm in this position because I play football. Mm. And I'm pretty sure Jay Foreman can attest to this that, Right. You know, there are a lot of former football players that are more than just football players. We're actually smart. We're intelligent. We got our degrees. We're leaders. And so uh, my hope is that people can see the work, that I'm more than just a football player. I'm not just in this position because I play for the Huskers. I'm, I'm in this position because I can bring something special 
to this table so that this special program can go from good to great, great to excellence. Like, I just wanted to just to throw that out there because I think there is a misperception about football players. Right, yeah. When we get in these positions, they think, oh, it's because we play for the Huskers. Like, no, I work my butt off. And I'm pretty sure Jay can say yeah, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, you fight that all the time. But then I think over time, I, I know this about a lot of football players. You, generally, when you serve and you do stuff, you generally want to be known for more what you do after you're playing than when you're doing when the, what you played. And also, I'm a big believer is time. You know, you, you like you, you've been putting it down ever since you've been involved with them. Over time, those th- that type of noise dissipates, and so um, you know that's one thing we learned about Coach Osborne: just leave the noise outside and just focus. And so your 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 play, which is what you're doing, always always supersedes any type of assumptions. Um, you know, being a black shirt, and what I know you're using a lot of stuff that we learned <laughs> when we played. Um, and the black shirts came out today. You know, so everybody's wondering now mm. how. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Des Moines. I didn't know until a few minutes ago. Now, you know, we had just had a discussion about it. Talk about what it was like when you got your black shirt. Or actually, first, before that, talk about what you knew about black shirts when you got here and maybe how it changed when you got here because then you're really in it. Yeah. And what it's like to get your black shirt. And. Just talk about those those moments because when people ask me about that, like that's what makes it. That's how you like. I can look at Des Moines. I already know what he's made of. So when you're when you're talking about what everybody's saying, that don't even like register with me just because I already know what you made of. Yeah. Right. And and seeing you work and all that, everybody don't have the type of you know intimate knowledge that I have. So just talk about those few things about the black shirts, what it was like when you got one, and uh, so forth and so on. So, you know, as a freshman, you know, I thought it was cool seeing guys like you, Mike Rucker, Chad Kelsey, you know, all wearing those black shirts. I just assumed to get a black shirt, you had to be one of the starters. Right. So I was very fortunate to get my black shirt as a sophomore. Right. But what I didn't realize is there's also a responsibility of that black shirt to be a leader on the team on and off the field. So what a lot of people don't know, I actually lost my starting spot after the fourth game of the season in 2000 uh-huh. simply because I didn't realize the responsibility. Right. And so once I lost it, it really gave me this sense of humility and it allowed me to truly understand the tradition of being a black shirt. Right. I mean, it goes back decades. And so right. once I got it back, that's when I knew it's more than just being a starter. It's about leadership. It's about right. leading by example. It's about holding others accountable. I mean, like, just okay is not okay. Right. So uh, black shirts, I would say, is a very special tradition. Um, you know, going all the way back to you. Right. It's not easy to be a black shirt. No, it's hard. And, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always laugh, man, because people just don't understand the type of physical, mental, and spiritual warfare that you got to go through just to be up for a black shirt. And then even even though I you know I was a black shirt, I got mine as a freshman. It still was special every year because I seen where guys you know lost them, never got them back. Yeah, guys lost them and never got a chance to get them back. And then they were at other universities, so it, it was it was it was legit every year that you got it. It's not like oh it's not a foregone conclusion. It still even though I knew I was a starter, you know, end up being a captain. You know, when you walk in the locker room, you still kind of peek around and make sure you got yours. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, straight, I mean speak to that the one, right? Yeah. I mean, even yeah. though, like, you know, you you went, once you got it back, you knew you would start. You knew you was more prepared to be a black shirt. Yeah. But even when you knew they were coming out, you still, it still was on your mind that morning. And it still was on your mind. You kind of like, hey, I want these meetings to hurry up and get through so I can go down and see if I actually got my black shirt. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, I mean, when you take it real serious and it's embodied in you, it means something different. And that's what people don't understand. I know teammates mean something to you. So, that's why you so serious. People don't understand. Like yeah. when you, when you when we talk about the black shirts, you talk about teammates. I talk about coaching. I talk about you know whether I have an opinion on anything. When you really are into it, when yeah. you really are emotionally invested into you, to it, then you're going to be. Then that's just going to come out of you. So when you hear Des Moines talk about teammates, it's just natural. He don't need a like a script or anything like that. He coming and just talk. He going to do that. He going if you see him in high V. I ran into him one time down at Speedway. You know, I was coaching. I saw him afterwards. It's just who he is every single day. It, so his his black shirts or his defense right now is teammates. That's what people don't understand. You know what I'm saying? And they and, and I remember talking to a parent about what kids could learn by just playing sports. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's so many things that you get to learn in that small time of playing sports. You're 41, right? No. Oh. Actually, just, just turned 42 okay. last week. 42. <laughs> I'm 46. Now, just think that when we was in the locker room clowning, yeah. who would ever thought that we'd be talking like this and I'm 46? And you, we, I would have never thought I would have – I mean, I knew I would have got to 46. Yeah. But it just seems like yesterday, right? Yeah. So here we are in the in all the stuff that we've learned and the ability to overcome obstacles yeah. was based on the hard work that we put in in the weight room, classroom, and just dealing with stuff inside that locker room. I, I want to do this. I wanna, we'll, we'll go to break. I'm going to ask you Des Moines to stay, and I'm going to ask you both, when we come back, take the listener who doesn't – he can't possibly know what it was, what it would be like, but take him through the moment where you become a black shirt. Let's do that when we come back to Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.